Grieving pensioner saw partner crushed in van horror. An Armenford pensioner broke down and wept at a Llanelli inquest as he recalled seeing his partner crushed by a van in Llandailo. Grieving, Iros Bowen told how Tildale-born widow Margaret John, 76, was struck on the head by the van's wing mirror and rolled along the side of their car before falling to the ground in Rossmine Street. Although the Firevach pensioner died of natural causes a month later, Carmarthenshire coroner John Owen heard how stress caused the fractured pelvis she sustained may have been a contributory factor. Mr Owen revealed that the driver of the van, James Frederick Lahn, was now living in Spain and he did not have the power to order him to return and give evidence. Margaret did a lot of voluntary work for ten of us, Mr Bowen of Hale Wallace, he said. She had earlier worked for many years as a clerk at the wimpy open car site in Pennebank. Everything was falling into place for us, Mr Bowen added. Money was not a struggle and we could enjoy ourselves. Then this happens. Mr Bowen described how the accident happened at lunchtime on May 25th after Mrs John prepared to get into their car after visiting Lloyd's Bank. She saw the van coming and closed the door, but he came straight on to her. He said, if the van driver says he didn't see Margaret, then what was he doing on the road? Mr Lahn told police, a large heavy goods vehicle was coming towards me and I just did not see the lady on my near side. A police investigation concluded that the evidence could not support a prosecution. Common land is not your private garden. An Am Valley couple have been accused of treating common land at Gwankagurwen as their own private garden. That is the claim of members of the Open Spaces Society and National Pressure Group for Common Land who are angry at what they claim is the unlawful enclosure of common land in the former Pitt Valley. They say the common has been unlawfully fenced for many years without the consent of the Welsh Assembly which is needed for works on common land. A spokesman said that they were concerned that Craig and Sylvia Morris, who own the adjoining land and live at 10 Lysian Road, want to replace the unlawful fence with a wall. General Secretary Kate Ashbrook said common land should be open and unenclosed. This common has already been unlawfully fenced and we are concerned that the owners of 10 Lysian Road wish to treat it as their private garden. She maintained the land apparently had grazing rights and the Cagerwen and Pentlev Edwin Commoners Association had objected to the application. Both the Open Spaces Society and the Commoners have also called for the unlawful fencing to be removed. We have urged the National Assembly to reject the application, said Ms Ashbrook, because the works are for, of purely private benefit and will suburbanise the privatised land which is intended to be enjoyed by all and used by commoners for grazing. In considering an application for works on common land, the National Assembly has, be, has to be satisfied that they are of benefit to the neighbourhood. These works clearly are not of such benefit. Mr and Mrs Morris could not be contacted for comment. Half a century of dedicated service. The congregation of Llansadron Parish Church recently made a presentation to Mrs Grace Evans in appreciation of 50 years dedicated service to the church. 
For most of that time, Mrs Evans has been church organist as well as playing a prominent role in all aspects of parish life, including Secretary of the Procrural Church Council and leading the local Mothers' Union branch. Grace and her husband, Myrig, also recently celebrated their golden wedding. Knifeman jailed for imprisoning partner. A Llandovery man has been jailed for 18 months for holding his partner at knife point. Simon Gumbrell, 39, admitted an offence of falsely imprisoning Linda Morris at her home at Tyr Howell on the outskirts of the town. Chris James, prosecuting, told Swansea Crown Court how Gumbrell got out of bed at 4am on June the 11th and told Miss Morris he was going for a walk. At 8am he returned and said he was going out again, this time for a few pints. Gumbrell returned to Tyr Howell at noon and announced he had been thinking about what I need to do. Mr James said Gumbrell took hold of two large kitchen knives, telling Miss Morris, there's one for me and one for you. He pushed Miss Morris to the floor and pinned her down, applying pressure to her neck. At one stage she managed to hit him, which only made him more aggressive. Gumbrell told her, if you don't stop struggling, I will put this through your head, I'm trained to kill. Gumbrell finally let her get up off the floor, but stood in a doorway preventing her from leaving. Mr James said that after the 30 to 45 minutes, Miss Morris managed to leave, but she could not get a signal on a mobile telephone and returned to the property, intending to use the landline. Gumbrell spotted her and chased her along the street outside the house. After his arrest, Gumbrell claimed Miss Morris had been aggressive and he had tried to calm her down. In a victim impact statement, Miss Morris said she was fearful of Grumble returning to finish the job. His barrister, David Thomas, said Gumble wished to apologise to Miss Morris. He lost his temper, added Mr Thomas. Judge Michael Burr said the offence was serious and Miss Morris had every reason to believe the consequences of the attack were going to be different. Mayor caught in a clash of balls. Armonford Mayor Carol Cadman has been forced to change the date of the much-anticipated Grand Mayor's Ball after realising it clashes with the Wales versus England game. The return of the ball after an eight-year absence was due to take place on February the 2nd. But after rugby-mad councillors told Miss Cadman about the game, she had no hesitation in putting the bash off. As soon as I heard the ball was going to clash with the England game, I decided to change it, she said. There's no way the two could clash. The ball, which will raise funds for the Paul Pooh Rehabilitation Appeal, will now be held at the Amman Centre on Saturday, April the 11th. The town councillor has already raised more than 6,000 through a sponsored walk and other donations for the Cumaman United footballer. The clash between the game and the Mayor's Ball first came to light at this month's town council meeting. Councillor Wynne Davis said, I'm obviously willing to support the ball, but I think I need to point out that Wales play in Twickenham on the same day. Anyone who is able to donate prizes for a raffle or is interested in buying tickets for the event is asked to contact Carol directly on 01269 594487 or the Armonford Town Clerk Miriam Phillips on 01269 850 Second petrol station closing. A second Armonford petrol station is set to close at the end of the month. The closure of the VG shop and garage in High Street on January the 31st follows the closure of the petrol station and shop in Wynn Street a few years ago. 
Almondford resident Phil Broadhurst said this could be due to Tesco selling cheaper fuel. The shop and garage is a classic example of a local business being forced to close because of the competition from Tesco. Mr Broadhurst told the journal, I believe the new bypass is nothing more than a driveway to Tesco. Even the road signs of Puntaman, which are supposedly directing people to Almondford, actually send them away from the main shopping area and to Tesco. Youths clean up their act. Youths from the Almond Valley have been busy carrying out litter picks in Almondford. Taking part were 18 youngsters from Betos and the Banker Drainen areas of Kapelhendre. A total of 19 bags of rubbish were collected over two evenings. Youth worker Saran Richard said, I'm very proud of these youngsters. Quite often young people are labelled as troublemakers. I sincerely hope that the projects like this will show people that there are youngsters out there that want to help. They want to make our communities better places to live. Miss Richard said youth that the youth have set a great example for young people as well as adults. Community care initiatives like this encourage residents to take care of their neighbourhoods and raises awareness of the litter that surrounds our villages. Meeting dates for tenants The Amman Tenant Network open meeting is due to take place on Wednesday, March the 12th at 6pm in the lounge of Ponty Boblen Sheltered Housing Scheme in Ticros. This is a change from the previously advertised date. All council...